On today's episode, we are going to talk about DraftKings. So let's get started. So this is going to be an overview of DraftKings. At the moment, DraftKings has yet to report its first its first quarter of earnings since being a public company. So they report earnings this upcoming Friday, guys. So today is just pretty much gonna be an overview. We're gonna take a look at some recent news of DraftKings. We're gonna take a look at this company's, um, why this company is up about 8%. And we're also gonna take a look at the overall market of betting and what DraftKings is doing. And if you, like I said, this company reports earnings this Friday. And if you guys want me to take a look at this video, make sure to give this video a thumbs up and post on the comments if i get at least 20 likes on this video i will this will be the first video i do on friday i have a nice list of different companies that i'm gonna do on friday but if DraftKings comes out with at least 20 likes this will be the first one coming out and like always guys don't forget to subscribe hit the bell it helps the small channel out so much and i truly appreciate it so first let's just take a look at this company's stock price right now this company is sitting at 26 dollars and 30 cents and this company is up about 7.5 percent for the day and later through this episode we're going to take a look at why after hours this company is down about one percent and it's really sitting about 26 dollars if we just take a look at this company's past past month this company is up about 84 percent but we're actually going to take a look when is the real date to take a look at this because this company did not do a, a normal ipo like most other companies do and again we'll talk about that in in a, in a, in a few too but just in the past five days, this company has returned about 20% to any stock to its investors. So congratulations if you're holding on to DraftKings at the moment. So obviously the first place and the best place to ever find out any information about DraftKings is the company's website. So here DraftKings has a news, a news article and we're going to take a look at some of them. But like I mentioned, May 15th, May 15th, which is this upcoming Friday, this company is going to be, it's going to be the first time this company does a quarterly report as a public company. And that's going to be May 15th at 8.30 before the market opens. Like I said, if you guys want me to do a video, make sure to give this video a, a thumbs up. And there's different articles here, if you guys, if you guys want to come in and take a look at them. But I'm just going to take a look at the most recent ones. So first, let's talk about how how DraftKings actually became a public company. So normally, it does take a long procedure to to take a look um, to go IPO to become a public company. You have to go through an IPO process, and that takes some time. What DraftKings ended up doing is it actually ended up merging with different companies and ended up like acquiring different companies ended up acquiring each other. And at the end of the day, they, one of those companies was already a public trade company. So then it ended up allowing DraftKings to make to go public a little bit faster. So here they mentioned um, in April. So April 23rd was the official first day that this company's ticker became DKNG. So just in case if you guys don't know, DraftKings is a digital sports entertainment and gaming company known for its industry leading daily fantasy sports and mobile sports betting platform. So right now, right, the, the major thing this company is doing is sports betting, but it is trying to get its way into other markets. It's trying to do like um, online casino as well, especially right now with the United States easing in some states uh, of online gambling, especially here in the United States and New Jersey, where I'm from. And we're going to take a look at those states later on as well. So this company made did a, a combination with SB Tech Global 
and it did an, an, another one with Diamond Eagle Acquisition. Both were already inside the sports betting industry. They all joined together in different and they merged together and created um, DraftKings. So beginning April 24th, this company actually traded. So let's take a look at the April 24th um, return. So April 24th, this company has returned about 36% to its investors. The next article I want to talk about that they mentioned is DraftKings launches mobile sports betting in Colorado. And this just happened May 1st um, because at the moment, not every state ha- is allowing sports betting. And then the other big news is on May 4th. So just pretty recently, just a few days ago, this company de- debuted its online casino in Pennsylvania. And this is working with an affiliate of Penn National Gaming. So if you guys know, Penn National is another casino public traded stock. So this company is working with them to actually do online casino which I think is, and we can see this, that DraftKings is trying to enter different markets. And here it allows table games like Blackjack, Roulette, and Three Card Porker, in addition to popular slot machines. So again, this is actually pretty crazy. And I, I can see after reviewing this, why a lot of investors are actually going into DraftKings. First, the just the 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 process that this can grow so much more in the upcoming years is definitely pushing investors here as a true growth company because we're going to see right online investing uh, not online investing online gambling and then on and then even online sports betting is even sports betting is not legal in many states so once imagine if all the united all the states are able to do that then this company's revenue growth will continue to grow and grow and grow as the things go further and who knows maybe even i can see like for example in the esports world as esports continues to get bigger this DraftKings can actually end up doing esports uh, esports betting as well so i do see where there's a lot of growth for this company and why this company is seeing is seeing a huge jump in stock price the only thing right now though is unfortunately this is its first quarter coming out and since it did so many mergers with different companies there's no real way to to categorize the financial balance sheet of this company so right now it's more just going on speculation than on financial information so next let's take a look at why this company actually jumped up about eight percent and the main reason was that this company earlier today on tuesday morning there was a, a file a regulatory filing which occurs when someone big needs to takes over a position and george george soros um for one of his funds bought about 2.7 million shares of this company and that just just having that big name coming into this big into this company drove that stock price up and there's a lot of other big names actually the article is right here the largest chunk is owned by new and new england patriots owner robert and jonathan crafts with 3.53 million shares which is worth now worth about nine about a hundred million dollars madison square gardens owns about 1.1.5 million shares so we can see a lot of uh, the WWE even owns some shares. So we can see there's and even the Dallas Cowboys legend hospitality, which is owned by Dallas Cowboys and the New York Yankees also owned over 100,000 shares. So we can see that there are some big players into these and just not even just big players 
in the investing worlds, big players in the sportings world, that I'm guessing they might have some form of understanding how the sports betting is. Again, I'm not sure if this is just people with a lot of money rushing in here, thinking that, hey, this is going to be the next big thing. But I do think if you are some form affiliated with some form of sports realm, you would kind of understand how the sports betting world works. And if they're, and if they're betting on this, I would feel like that's a plus, a bullish scenario for DraftKings. So then another cool thing here, right here, DraftKings Sportsbook, which is one sector of DraftKings, shows the states that you're able to right now to, to bet on mobile and desktop. And like I said, this is actually a pretty small amount. Right now, they only have Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. What's that? Seven states that I mentioned. So seven out of the 50 states is, is ridiculous. So you can see where there is the, the amount of the growth that this company can get. So yes, there are more states that allow sports betting, but this is now online sports betting, which is a huge portion of DraftKings. And I think as more states get uh, are allowed to do sports betting, we're going to start seeing more states also eventually allow more online sports betting. So we can see right now there are about 17 legal states as of April 13th that allow sports betting out of and out of those 17. And then there's five states that have a past build, but are still not legal. There's about 17 states with active active bills and out of all the states there's only five that have failed legislation and there's seven that have no bills in 2020. So again if here if we take a look if we're just betting on the odds right now a lot of states are legal a lot of states have passed bills a lot of states have active bills only a handful literally a handful have failed legislation so it is a good it is a good place for the online betting, all the the the, bet, the sports betting companies. And then, like I said, out of these, only seven states right now allow online sports betting, which is where a good portion of DraftKings comes from. And just to put in perspective how strong online sports betting can be. So in, 2000, in June 2019, the New Jersey sports betting market eclipsed Nevada. So like I mentioned, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't Colorado, it was Nevada. Nevada sports betting handled for the first time. New Jersey booked about 318 million wagers with more than 80% of the bets being placed online. So that is online and on mobile devices. So in June 2019, 80% of the bets took place online and mobile devices. And actually right now with COVID-19, I feel like more people are also going to be pushing to more online. And just when things become, even when things go back to normal, I feel like online betting is going to have such a huge component into this market and next let's just take a look at like I'm, I'm, I'm taking a look a lot in new jersey just because i am from new jersey and i feel like it's a pretty great just taking a quick look at one state scenario so in the full year of 2019 of the first full calendar year of sleeko sports betting um, there was 4.5 billion dollars wager at new jersey sportsbooks over the 12 months within that 4.5 billion 3.8 were online betting and they resulted to $299 million in gross revenue, right? So the first number of billion dollars was just a money bet, but that doesn't mean that the company is gonna collect that as revenue. Revenue is a small portion of that money wagered. And just by comparison, the first 12 months of sports betting, which began in New Jersey, only saw $3 billion of wager. So right, we, we've seen just sports betting as a whole is seeing a growth as well. So from $3 billion in the first year that it happened, and then just recently $4.55 billion. So that's actually pretty strong. And right, just this past year, this company did more wagers online than it did for the whole sports betting community 
in the first 12 months that sports betting was allowed. So again, you can see this growth of, of this market happening. So next, normally what I end up also doing in these videos, I also like to take a look at a company's balance sheet. But like I mentioned earlier before, this company merged with a whole lot of different companies. So all, all those balance sheets actually don't make any sense right now. So we are, I'm actually want to wait till quarter one, which happens this Friday. And like I said, if you guys want me to take a look at it, make sure to post, post on the comments and give me a like and give a like on this video. I promise I will do this video first thing on Friday. But like I said, right now, I, I don't really think it's worth taking a look at, at the balance sheet since it's all crazy. But one thing I do take a look at is this company's in Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha usually gives us estimates revenue for, for what this company is expected to make in earnings per share and what this company is expected to make in revenue. This company, like much heavy growth companies, are not expecting to see uh, any forward PE, any, any positive any positive earnings for the next few years in december 2021 so that's two years from now this company is still expected to lose about 60 cents but normally yes that that seems like a bad thing but normally with these growth companies what ends up happening is they end up making money and what they do is they focus a lot on on advertising they focus a lot on grabbing more employees to advertise more they focus a lot on hiring engineers to develop research and development so they can grab more customers and build that market share like right now this company for december 2021 is only expected to make about 688 million dollars of revenue and the year before that is expected so for december of 2020 it's expected to make 470 million so that's easily about a 50 percent growth in revenue so we are seeing a very strong revenue growth company but like i mentioned right this only happens when you're making when you're making money and you're using that money to continue to build your brand awareness and this is usually what you see in old growth companies Right now for December 2021, I like to take a look at forward price to sales ratio. And that's this value I have highlighted here. Let me zoom in for you guys. And what this pretty much is, is the company's total revenue for the year divided by the total market cap. Right now, the market cap of this company is about $18 billion. So I do think it's a pretty high compared to its the amount of revenue it's going to collect in two years. But right, this revenue will start jumping higher and higher. Imagine if this starts growing 50%, 50%, 50% each year. We are going to see huge growth of revenue. So like I said, right now, this does seem like a speculation stock where people are investing in the future. And I can understand why. But due to the lack of balance sheet and financial information on the company, there's no real no real financial look at the company. A forward price to sell uh, price to sell of 11.1 ratio is not that horrible in my opinion. I thought I did think uh, I usually like to pay below 10. So 11.1 is a little bit higher than what I normally would would do. So this is actually a position that I might uh, I still haven't really given an answer of if I'm going to enter, but I am leaning a little bit to yes with a small entry position. So let me know what you guys thought about this video. Let me know what you guys think about DraftKings as a whole. Are you guys into the company? Are you guys waiting for a pullback? Are you guys think it's overpulled so much? And, and what are your reasons over there? Are you guys just not seeing the revenue growth that this company can potentially make? And like I said, for me, this is definitely more of a speculation growth where where this company if if things go as planned and this company makes money it can continue to grow at a very fast rate so take care guys have a good night and see you next time